1: We had our little bleeding, bleeding. <laughs> it's so pleasant. I don't know if I'm
0: ever gonna get over it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to let us know that we're recording episode 145. We oh we have yeah, we've been talking about a lot of stuff today. And one of the things that came up was, I think, super helpful. And maybe you're experiencing it too. So, Miss Vanessa, what are we gonna talk about today? Yeah, I mean, we we did, we, I, and
0: I feel like when we when we show up in this space, we do this too, emotionally, verbally. Um, <laughs> yeah we're, we're just like kind of that emptying out making space for new like purging you know like you know just kind of that purge energy that's what, like kind of the word that keeps coming to my mind and i don't mean purge like that freaking movie where like murder's legal for 24 hours because that's just terrible and horrible but you know just kind of that that urge we get to like get rid of stuff or to make room or, you know, like, I feel like a lot of people are having this energy. I have it big time right now where it's like, um, I just feel like there's too much stuff. There's I, I, I need, I need less things. And I don't know why, but I'm just following that energy. And I have clients who are doing it where they're looking around and they're going, none of this is doing it for me. And maybe, you know, like maybe to the extreme but it's definitely that feeling it's coming from inside it's like that skin crawly like i've got to do it kind of thing and Mm -hmm. i think sometimes it can be disturbing you know and i so i feel like it's good for us to talk about it um because of all of the different ways that it's coming in um i think like when we're not really considering why it's happening we get weird like we get weird about the things themselves, you know, like and being like, I can't and I can't, and you know, like we kind of run in circles. And so we having the opportunity today to kind of just sit down and be like, where does this come from? What are we doing? What do we What do we want out of this? What is the emotional stuff that goes along with this purge energy that feels so like? uncalled for or unasked for, you know what I mean? Because I feel like that's what happened to me. I was, I was like, I didn't ask for this. Like, I don't want to, I have enough things to do in my life. Yeah. I don't need to do this too. Like, I'm too busy for purging. But it's like, you know, the universe is like, no, no, no you need to do it. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> you, have, you have more, you have more knowledge than
1: I do. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. And, you know, I, when I moved to Arizona from the East coast and had to get rid of everything. It was the most releasing moment of my life. Like to be able to just, I just gave away stuff. Like I kept some stuff and, but everything was just like, it was just like, I gotta get rid of it. Like it was just this, this place of the weight that came off me in releasing and getting rid of the things that I did was so huge that I was like, Oh, I like this new simplistic way of living. Like, and I, since I moved there I moved all the stuff I accumulated there, I moved here. I was like, Oh, I'm starting to accumulate things again. And I always feel that it can, our clutter and stuff is a lot about our emotional and mental spaces. Like, where are we at? And I know that in my depression and in my place of like struggling with my mental health or working on it or understanding it over the the last like five years, well, five, eight years, sorry. It's been eight years since I moved west. Wow. That's a long time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just dawned on me. I'm like, wow, it's been eight years. Because I left in August. I left the East Coast in August of 2015. Oh, how funny. This is part of this conversation about our friggin' cycles and when
0: we purge and when we move and when we. Same girl. Like I'm taking yeah. off in September every time. Like it's like I'm ready to do it then. And if, for me, it was nine years ago, September 2014.
1: Yeah. So yeah. odd. Um, <laughs> parallels. Um, <laughs> A lot of cycles. Yeah, but I also noticed like my mental health hasn't been the greatest. Like it's been good, better because I'm working on things. I'm invested. I'm in it, so I'm not avoiding it at all possible costs. But and so I've just noticed that this slow transgression of like the accumulation of things. Yeah, and and I and I went through because. Um, of things happening, I went through some of my stuff in my kitchen, and I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want this either. I don't want this either. Like, I'm going through this purge phase of, like, getting rid of things. And I, I'm looking around at my room, and I'm like, okay, well, what can I get, get rid of now? And yeah. I I don't know. It's, it's really interesting. But
0: <laughs> y'all can't see, but she's doing it right now. <laughs>
1: I'm looking around, and I'm like, do I really need all this stuff? And I'm just like, okay. I'm like girl, let's not like throw everything out, but I it's it's like <laughs> that's crazy. I, I want you. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you kind of want to.
0: And for those of us who have done this, and I think like it's a different I don't want to say it like a different, like I'm not I'm not saying it in like a hierarchy way, but man, it is a different way. When you have done the thing that we're that you're talking about of being like, it's me and my car and whatever fits in it, that's what's coming with me, and everything else. I have to get when I get there somehow, you know what I mean? Like until you've done that, I feel like getting rid of stuff is different. Like when you have literally gotten rid of you know, like all your stuff and felt that feeling, that feeling of release, the exhilaration of, of, of starting over the, 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 the idea that you can, It's like permission to get new stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's a whole emotional thing that goes along with it. And then, you know, when we were doing, I mean, we were making big moves. We were like whole different environment too. It wasn't just like looking around the house one day and going, I don't like any of this stuff. I'm going to get rid of it and get new stuff in the same house, in the same area. So there was a lot of other emotional stuff that goes with it. But I feel like until you've been in that energy, it doesn't. Feel the same. Like when it comes back around, you know, like when this energy comes back around, and now that I'm talking about it, I'm understanding why I'm also being like, Am I supposed to move? (laughs) Because it's like, I feel like when it's time to get rid of my stuff, it's time to move. You know what I mean? Like I see the two things being super parallel, and I'm like, Oh, (laughs) that's where I'm getting that from of like my releasing energy. I've really only given myself permission to do it if I was moving. Yeah. And this is like an opportunity for me to give myself permission to simply because I want to.
1: Yeah. 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 Cause I, I I'm thinking, I'm like, I have like, for example, I mean, this is just a weird example, but a DVD player. You, when's the last time I plugged that bitch in? Like, like no, I would say
0: no, cause I just freaking bought one.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I could have sent you one, girl. Oh, I know. That's <laughs> what you bought it for. Because
0: well, during my purge, I found my P ninety X workout videos, which I love forever. They're from yes. the early two thousands, and I will never stop using them. And I was like, "Why? Well, I'm a DVD player. I can't do them." <laughs> Anyways, that's fine. Yeah.
1: So, so it's just, but it's like that—that that kind of that knowledge of like what you know. There's things that it's like, have you, I went on the rule, like after I moved to Arizona, I went with the rule. Have you touched or use it in six months or is it seasonal? Like, cause you know, if you can't use something if it's seasonal, if it's Christmas stuff, like in a year, you can't use it in six months. So, and I went with that rule for so long and I would constantly go through my stuff and purge my stuff. And, and part of me, and I just recently purged my closet. Like I got rid of a lot of things because I don't work in an office anymore. So I didn't need all of this office clothes. I have a few nice ones that I have when I go to onsite, but like, and just looking at the stuff, like just the stuff, it's like, I, I, I'm like, Oh, Okay. I, but I also feel when we're in that phase, when they're in that space, there is an emotional involvement. You know what I mean? Like there has been a decision made, like, for example, we ended up moving like, you know, cross country or to North to South, like ours were a bit extreme, but it's also the idea of there's an emotional newness that's coming and it's we have things that our brain has decided that we need and it's a little bit of a safety thing, maybe not safety as in like, I'm not safe, but as in like, if I have the stuff, I'll be okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at the time, and and maybe the brain was like, Oh, you're going to do this. So get those things. Like all of the crafty stuff that I have like paints and stuff like, Oh, you're going to be, you're going to just paint in your free time. I'm like, I haven't painted in my free time since I lived in, first apartment in arizona that was 2016. so like chances of me using those paints from 2016 is not really gonna happen so like but And and if
0: i need to do it again i will get it again
1: yeah so it's it's understanding where there's parts of us that in that moment needed that because we needed something to hope for or look forward to or we we were in that crafty mode or maybe we're in a organizational or whatever those things were, they were necessary in the moment for the brain and for the wellness of where we were at. But when we're evolving and we're healing those parts of ourselves and we don't necessarily need that thing anymore, it becomes more of a like, oh, it's just hanging around because I wanted to do it. Yeah. And so like, I, I'm thinking and in my head I have, <laughs> and I have one thing that back in what was it 2017? Uh, For Christmas, I was making my best friend a quilt. And so I picked out all of the fabric. I picked out everything. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make this. Um, My mother, at the time I was at my mother's, because she had surgery. And I was like, she cut all the fabric and sent it to me. I have all of this fabric to make this quilt. It is now six years later. It is still in strips in my closet. (laughs) Girl, I need- I'm looking at a
0: box of t-shirts that I'm supposed to send to somebody to make me a quilt. <laughs> we are so alike.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So, I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, I just, it's yeah. like, and I don't even think he would like it now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it doesn't apply anymore. Yeah. But we're just holding on. But it's okay. like, I just never followed through because life happened. Yeah
0: so whatever the inspiration was in the moment was meant to be the inspiration in the moment like and again like we could probably go back we could probably go back into that moment and and like really see what what it was what the purpose was that was not the quilt you know what i mean to be like oh okay like it did this it took my mind here or, or whatever you know and it's like okay and that's what i try to do with this stuff is being like okay well what was it doing for you okay release it because you don't have to do that anymore you're done with that energy you know, like when I, I mean, when I was in Jersey last year, the amount of freaking money I spent on craft supplies is ridiculous. It's absurd. Like, I mean, I am like not happy about it,
1: <laughs>
0: but I did it, you know, it happened and and like, there's nothing I can do about it. But that energy I had to come up against when I was purging the first time, when I first moved my stuff in here of being like, you were fulfilling a need, albeit you were not being very healthy, but you were fulfilling a need. And you don't have to anymore. Give it away. Give it away and let that need go with it. Be like I did I did not because I was, I mean, I was doing it, you know, like because it's fun to buy stuff and get deals, but I was in this like panic energy of making money. And I was like, what are my marketable skills? My counseling and the my ability to make things, whatever those things are, whether it's food, you know, crafts, whatever, like I can friggin' figure it out. And yeah. so that was my idea. I was like, okay, well, that'll be my second stream of income then. And it was like this big, like idea generation and buying and idea and never doing, or not yes. never doing, but not doing as much. Like I did some of it and girl, like, I still have the bucket of stuff I made that I don't want to sell. I'm not selling it. It's been in there for a year almost now because I don't want to sell the things I make. Like, clearly, that's not what I want to do. Or I'd have been doing it for the last year. (laughs) Give it away. Like, I'm going to take it out. I'm going to give it away. Because I wanted to do the crafts. I love doing crafts. And Mm -hmm. I need to I needed to learn how to detach from the financial part of it. That my energy exchange of buying it is the joy of doing it. Not recouping the money. Because that's what people will tell you, right? Like, it's like, no and i got caught up in that whole thing and god it felt so good i donated a bunch of stuff to the school because so that the kids can have something to do like on a rainy day they go inside and they're painting and stuff like that to me that felt great i was like ah that's what i bought it for you know what i mean like i didn't buy it for me i bought it for somebody else you know and that was part of my gifting and so going back through all of my stuff i'm kind of doing the same thing of being like what energy were you in when you needed this
1: yeah feel it, love it, give it a big hug, and let it go. 100%. Because, and, and you know, and I always feel that sometimes, you know, we're just the middleman between what we get and where it's meant to go, because I have friends and who struggle with A little bit of hoarding you know I've had friends who struggle with that and how to get rid of stuff and help them because there's an emotional attachment to some things and Mm -hmm. and it's not to say we need to get rid of everything and it you know I think that there's an understanding of where you're emotionally attached to something because of fear of I spent the money on it I don't want to get rid of it Like somebody gave it to me. I don't like it. We'll never use it, but I don't want to get rid of it because of obligation. Mm -hmm. Like part of the way that we worked through that process was to understand is that there's going to be somebody out there that's looking for that thing that may not be able to pay for full price. And so donating it and having it affordable to them is going to be a win for them. They're going to find it and think, oh my gosh, this is the best day ever. Yes,
0: because I do it. When i was talking to my friend the other day and she was donating clothes and you know she's like i I feel like i should sell them i was like do you know how much cool shit i have found at goodwill yeah i love going to goodwill bring it to goodwill yes it's a corporation so is walmart so is target so is every store that we shop at bring it to goodwill because you at least know that the people that are going there can't afford to go to you know and Taylor or whatever. And they're going to be psyched that they can get something nice for themselves for cheap, like me. (laughs) Like, and I mean, and I choose to go there on purpose now, because to me, it doesn't make sense to not do an exchange, right? Like, it feels like an exchange of like, hey, somebody's again, like somebody's trash is another person's gold. Like what gold can I find today that I don't feel guilty about buying makes me so happy. So I'm grateful for the people Who do exactly what you're saying where they're like you know what somebody's gonna want this i don't want it but somebody's gonna want it
1: yeah and and i think you know and i think as we evolve as we heal the things emotionally as we understand our relationship to our stuff we can understand places like for example when i want to buy things i'm like do you want to buy it because you're there's an emotional need here or is this something that is something you really want to do? And I've learned to take that pause before after adding it to my Amazon cart or my cart in some way. And I, I pause and I let it sit there. Yeah, I let it sit. And I just, and I'm like, okay, so like I have intentions of buying it. Like it's a possibility. It's not, I'm not saying no. And then I sit with it and then I come back to it maybe a couple of days later. And I'm like, is, are you still interested in this? Is this something we still want? And it's like, uh no, because that moment emotionally and mentally and energetically have passed. Yeah. And, you know, and and I don't, and I'm, I am not here and we are not here to shame anybody or to give anybody the idea of what they do is wrong. It is all part of how we cope. We learn certain things from our parents. My mother's a hoarder mm-hmm. always, I mean, she's not, maybe extreme, but she's good. She stuffs closets and, and <laughs> shit, like she's good. And, and so, I mean, I, you know, when when time, the time comes when I have to go through her closets, like we could probably set up a, like a, a fabric store and, and and create an entire store based on the shit that's in her closet. Oh my God. <laughs> and so, yeah. and And I, but it's like, I understand that it's a process. It's not a judgment. Do we want people to get better? Yes. Do we want people to learn and understand the emotional component behind why we accumulate things? Yes, absolutely. That's where the healing comes. It's not about some of these shows that like the hoarders show, I can't watch it. I've never but, watched And, but some, I understand the approach of it, but sometimes it's like, there are people who refuse to see the emotional component of it. It's, it's generally the older generation, like our generation's a bit more hip to the idea of what hoarding is, but the older generation it's that's what's just what they were and who they were. And so sometimes I feel bad because I look at them and I'm like, you're, you're dealing with the emotional component after the effect. Yeah. And it's not to say that you can't make change, but it's like, you have to come at it in a dualistic way. They want it to be better. So let's get them help and let's help them yeah. clean out their homes in a way that's healthy. You know? Cause sometimes it's very dangerous and I get yeah, that. I totally. That uh-huh. it's not necessary, but it's, it's just having a dynamic understanding. It's like, you know, if you akin it to my rage in my soapbox about weight loss, weight loss is just not about diet and exercise. It's about a lot of other things. It's about our emotional components. It's about how we feel. Everything that usually happens to us has happened to us based on an emotional, mental or feeling moment. Yeah. It's, we, we base our life off of how we feel. And so in that moment, we're making decisions based on where we're at and how we're feeling. Yeah. and whether our brain needs the idea of comfort or safety or whatever it's seeking. Mm-hmm. And so the more that we can step into that space of like okay, I have a lot of stuff. And I'm like why do I buy so much stuff? And kind of just being observant of why why that happens. I know me. I know when I'm lonely, when I feel like I can't control something, when I'm in that space of feeling like um I need like spending money and I think I get it from my mom because she would do it too. It's, you know, it's that a space of like, having things and coming from a place where we didn't have a lot of money to have things. And so when I'm in emotional upset or stress or under some sort of mental duress, I go, my pendulum swings too far the other way and wants to just buy shit for the sake of it to prove to myself we have money. Which yeah. is really ridiculous because then I don't have the money after buying it because but it's it's that weird way that my brain has of saying, We're safe, see, we're spending money, we're good, we're good, we're good, you know, and it's like it's okay. it's
0: moment to moment to moment. It's yeah. like, yeah, because we're we're soothing we're when when emotions come that we need to soothe, we need to soothe them ASAP. And yeah. and when, when we can't access the long term soothe soothe thing, which no matter what, I mean some it takes so much practice right like like what you're talking about the Amazon on cart that takes practice man oh like i God. know i have to go through it because it's like you know i'll ask myself the question and then the next day i'm still saying yes because i'm still in the same emotion <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm like well i took a day like no you took the time doesn't matter as much as whether or not you did the emotional part like it's important that you do the emotional part not the whatever you know it takes it takes time and practice to do all this kind of stuff and and i think that you know we've got so many different emotional components that go with it you know like our programming our you know like w- when you were talking about um you know, I'm 44 years old, people have given me many, many things over my lifetime, you know, like, it's not like when you're 20. And, you know, you just haven't had the opportunity to accumulate a lot of gifts that people have given you, you know, I can't keep everything that every person gives me, I don't want to because I move a lot. And I do not want to move all those things. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it's kind of like, you know, but I get it, my programming told me that I had to, for a very long time, my program, I mean, I I literally just, we, we all saw it, I put it on Instagram. I literally just let go of my cheerleading trophies. And 1987 is when I got my first one and I carried it with me all the places I've been because I earned them. I should, right? You can't destroy these things. You can't get rid of them. Why would you do that? You earned it. It means something. And I was like, no, it doesn't. Like finally at 44 was like, the memory's still there. The trophy doesn't mean anything because what are you getting from it? Nobody like you don't get anything from it. Like your bank account doesn't grow because you have your 1987 <laughs> chewing trophy. Um, you know, like you, the memories are there. Uh, you don't need to carry the, the 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 physical thing that you've been programmed to believe is the achievement, right? Like if you don't have the trophy, you didn't achieve it. Like yeah. that's not true. And 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 that and that if you if you do have a trophy, you're somehow better at it what? Like, you know what I mean? It was like all this programming came back to be like, "Ah, no, you don't believe any of that anymore. So get rid of them. You know, like, but it was that moment of going in there and being like, well, let me just sit here and think about it. Really think about why I'm doing it and what emotions I have about it and what emotions I've carried and what is my programming around this so that I can let it go and let it not be a burden to me to carry all these places. And it's not, It's not easy to do that with things that people give you. It really isn't because there are people out there who will try, who will make you feel bad because of how they feel about what they've the energy that they've given and all that kind of stuff. So it's not as easy. We get this like, like Grace is saying, we understand like the hoarding situation. We understand that there's emotional components of um, even, you know, if you're holding on to it because you had it as a kid, and it makes you feel like it remember you remember your childhood every time you look at it. We get that emotional component part of it, but what we're getting at is the the programming part of it that that makes us believe in material items being representative of yes. our heart and soul. You know, like that's a learned behavior. It is a hundred percent a learned behavior, and it buries people literally. And you know makes them feel bad which is the opposite of what
1: these items were supposed to do (laughs) so it's kind of like what a hundred percent and you know it's it's funny that you talk about that because like as i sit here and i think i have two candlestick holders that were that were given to me by my mother-in-law for christmas one year and i still have them i lived in canada in 2001 to 2005. That's how long I've had them. I've had them for 20 years and or, well, yeah, because they, she gave them to me our first in 20, in 2001. And so, yeah, so like 20 years I've had them. I love them. Have I ever used them? (laughs) Ask me that question. Hey, Grace, have you ever (laughs) used a candlestick? No, I have not. I have not. But it's the emotional component like you're talking about because in that moment she was kind to me i adore and still adore my mother-in-law i absolutely 100% love her with all of my heart she was one of the best people that i met in canada and i adore her and but and and that connects me to that feeling that i felt like she supported me she I felt like she was more of a mother to me than my own mother. and and, like, so I keep them because of a representation of that emotion. So it's like, and I, even now I'm getting emotional. Yeah. So it's like, there's there's valid reasons why we hold on to stuff so this is a space to understand this is not a place of judgment like where you need to judge yourself for doing the things that you do there's reasons and when i'm ready to release that emotion and it could be sooner than later because as i'm thinking about it i'm like you also have all these other things that you've bought like candle holders and things from different parties and like there's a whole i have a whole cabinet full of stuff i have not used and i don't know how long and i have them just because i think they're cool and i have them because it says something about me or it says something about i've spent the money on it i don't want to get rid of it kind of thing and and to talk about you know you're talking about like the cheerleading trophies like i for so long it was proof that i was worthy of of the praise because at the time my younger brother was an amazing basketball player Mm -hmm. and in, in my world and in my life it was a very big competition about who got the attention of my mother and who my mother would talk and be very proud of him which is very in his own right he earned that and i'm not taking that away from him but my cheerleading trophy was a way to say well you can be proud of me too yeah yeah and so i so get that those feelings and those emotions because I didn't have a choice because my dad's where they were stored, there was a fire. And so I lost them. I didn't have a choice of having them or getting rid of them. All of them went and even, you know, it just, it was like, I was finally good at something and it was like that thing. And, but even after the fire, like I didn't mourn them, I didn't like, it's like yeah. they didn't impact me in any way, shape or form. It wasn't like I was disproving at that point. I realized is that, my mother's inability to be proud of me or my family's inability to say that they are, it had nothing to do with needing to prove to them that I was like, it was, I was in a different place completely, but it's, it's just interesting how, how the emotional things, you know, we're proud of ourselves at certain points. It's, it's of having things, of achieving things, of getting things. And there's a certain, internal pride as well and letting them go it's like oh what that then that means i don't have evidence of, of all that i've achieved
0: girl my brain is going crazy over here <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you
0: sparked so much when you were talking. Cause I was just like, I mean, the word that kept flashing in my head was consumerism, consumerism, consumerism. Cause I was like, these are all things, these things didn't used to exist. And as more things exist, we think more things mean things and we buy things to make things mean things. And it's like, wow, like I just went into the whole, like we were tripped, you know, like I just, I, it was like this betrayal of humanity that like kind of hit me of being like, this is all consumerism, and what I do, and people know that I do this, and I'm sure that this has a past life connection of or, of some sort because I do it all the time. It's like I can't help but to go back to to times when consumerism wasn't really a thing. Like I, it's like I throw myself into those times. And as you were talking, I was thinking of natives for some reason. I mean, I only have like a tiny, tiny percent of percentage of native blood and it's Canadian anyway so like I don't even know like record-keeping or anything like that but like of of just like honor not having an item you know or love not having an item you know that there was so much more connectivity because there wasn't materials to represent emotions or to represent connection there was connection, to represent connection. You know what I mean? And like, cause I, I usually talk about with the phone and stuff like that, where I'm just like, Ugh, I wish we could just write letters. Cause like, I'm over like the text messages and the phone calls and the guilt and the, all the the instant access thing. Like I love the idea of the simpler times, you know as much as I'm, a, you know, I, I am an addict like everybody else is of the social media and all that kind of stuff. I really do sometimes long for that. And that's what happened when you were talking. I was kind of like, oh, this is new. Like, this is not normal human behavior. (laughs) This is consumerism. This was pushed on us. This is the Jared Diamond commercial in all different forms. Show your love. Show your love by giving an item and show your love by keeping an item. And it's like, ah, like it feels like a big
1: giant trick. (laughs) Or or your worthiness is an item. (laughs) Yes, like I've just
0: heard this whole place. But then it also came in that I like, I was like it, it eliminates storytelling too right if you walk in and you see my trophies you know that i was good at something and the story's told right mm-hmm. like we don't get to sit and we, we're not talking about memories and we're not you know like it kind of takes it's taking connection away and putting it into an object and we wonder why we get unhappy more unhappy the more we accumulate that when we're when we buy the car we don't feel as good we get a, a short dopamine release and then it doesn't feel good anymore like it's because we've been we keep training ourselves and continue to be trained to be consumers and now we've really gone over the edge of like consumerism and love and connection and soul stuff all intermingling I don't like the ride that I'm on right now. It feels like a Ferris wheel on fire. I don't like it, but it's yeah. that's what it feels like to me when I look at this kind of stuff, like when I look around at the emotional components of that and I'm like, I was taught that. Yeah. That's yeah. not real. That's yeah. only real because I was taught to believe it was real and yeah. other people were too. And so because of emotions, we're holding on to all this stuff.
1: You know, and I think too, this is a probably a really controversial statement to just say this, but it's, it's taken us away from the idea of. How do I say this of the feeling and the energy of something being more important than the thing itself, for example, and, and, and we've, I we I've been hyper focused on the idea of dying and you know and, and things like that and illness lately. But when we're grieving for the death of a loved one, we're grieving because it's like there's love with no place to go. Like the physical person has been lost. And we've become, and I'm not saying that it's wrong in how we grieve. Every person has a different relationship. But in my experience, and this is my own personal experience, so I'm gonna share it. The death of some people in my life gave me the greatest freedom to have a better relationship with that person. Yes. I could not have a relationship that I wanted in life with that person. And while I grieve them not being here because of the work that I do, because of the understanding that I have of being on the other side and, and, and people crossing over, I have a better relationship with them now than I ever have in my life. It's more honest. It's clear. It's open. I have worked out so many emotional traumas with that person and the energy of that person. Like, it's not to say that, that it's like I'm working with that person, but to release some of that and to confront them. So one of the things I know this is kind of like taking a really weird turn, but let's go. So I, i was working through some of my trauma with my father and many of you know he is deceased and um i nursed him in his last moments of life for a very long time and um and his and i relationship was very tumultuous i adored him i loved him but he was very rigid and kind he had a lot of things that he did that weren't that great and um you know we did make peace with a lot of it when he was here because of my i intentionally wanted to do it so when he was still lucid i intentionally spoke my truth and shared with him he shared his truth back so there was a lot of healing in that sense but there was still a lot that i hadn't even realized was there but by the time he died Mm -hmm. so what happened was is i work with a medium friend debbie um whispering Winds is her business if you're ever looking for a good medium go check her out um and I was, I had some trauma come up in therapy with my dad and, and about the way he treated me and the way he, he, the, how he treated me as a kid, how he treated me as certain things. And because part of my need was, was to confront him with this information. And so while I hear him and can talk to him, it's very powerful to do it with a third person. I got Debbie's permission, I told her what I was gonna do, and I sat there and I said what I needed to say and how it affected me. And the result of that process, I'm telling you what, she she was saying things that she couldn't have known. like. Yeah. And and so I knew it wasn't so much her trying to create healing; it was her just relaying the messages because there were things that he said that she wouldn't have known that happened. Okay. And I was, and the healing that came from that was so monumental that I think it's attributing to a lot of like the freedom that I'm experiencing in in the recent year and 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 emotionally and mentally is because I am able to heal and reconcile shit on with people. And it's not to say, I want people to die. Don't get that twisted. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that I have a cl- complete awareness. Well, the physical part of me, and this is where I'm getting on this. Sorry. This is a long way to go, but <laughs> the physical, the physical idea of having him physically here. Well, there's a grief in that because I miss my dad's hugs. I miss him calling. I miss our, our banter. I miss him teaching me how to work on cars. There's lots of things I miss about that but the connection and the emotional component of my connection with him has gotten deeper and bigger. And the understanding has gotten larger and and the healing that has happened. So I see grief, I see loss of things in a different way. And and I think that has helped me understand and let go of things that maybe like in those moments, like trophies and stuff and like, and, 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 and like, candlesticks that I've never used in 20 something years maybe once but like it's I understand there's emotional healing that comes and allows me to heal those things but I'm willing to let them go I'm also not willing to sit in the guilt of somebody giving me something somebody gave me something in that moment and in that moment it was touching it was wonderful but that doesn't mean I need to hang on to that for the rest of my life
0: yeah yeah and I and I and no I think that that was a a perfect way to to like bring it back around to like when we when we first talked about this this subject you know we're kind of like well there's a lot of there's a lot i mean like like every week we're like well, see how much stuff is in here because we have this big blanket idea we don't know where what's under the blanket let's look um but that i think that that is a a major Part of why people hold on to stuff is because of their connection to the person, and what yeah. in in that story I heard like a lot of like that, you know, of being like, whoa, like let's let's even blow it up to our connection with people that you know, and where we're holding on to like uh, a, an object from a parent, say that like, oh, it, this is what represents our love, and it's like, no, it isn't. You know what I mean? Like like you can you can have that but don't do it as in a way that's to your detriment because it's much bigger than that. You know, like don't put it all on that tiny object, put it like, it's much, much bigger than that. Allow your heart and soul and spirit to expand beyond all of these things. Again, they're just things. Like these are manufactured things. I mean, and, and, it, and they weren't, I mean, I can, I can understand because I have a kid when they make the thing for you, it's really, I'm looking at something right now. I'm not ready to let it go. She made it for me. It's, you can tell she made it for me. It's gonna stay right there for a while because I know the the feeling that went into it. I know, you know, like, and so I'm, I'm allowing that to be there because of that feeling. But I'm, I also know I'm not gonna take it too far. You know, yeah. I can't take it too far. You know yep. it doesn't mean what i think it what i was taught that it means and that's really hard because that that programming is deep like it is so it is deep within us but when you think about it it's like if i were to go back in time to you know 1910 and 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 go talk to somebody about the things that mean stuff they're gonna look at me sideways and be like no that doesn't make any sense to me right like it doesn't like what, uh, like, you know, all the stuff that we have now that we think is essential. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just wouldn't, wouldn't be there.
1: And if they, if there were, because heirloom things were a thing, the heirlooms, it was the idea of the family. And it was more or less the family and passing down things of value. So that value passed on to the next generation. And it doesn't mean that there's like
0: were- one thing, you know, like there are two things like we have, like, you bought me a gift every single year, and now I have to keep every single year of a gift. Like we have changed what any of this means.
1: Yes. Yes. Value that. is like Yeah. Yeah. And and but but also, you know, this is another like place where it's a little gray. But I also think is that the way consumerism, like you said, has grown, it starts in small places. Like how to free up the mom from being mom or doing mom duties. Like you give her new appliances, you give her whatever, that was state of the art. And so the state of the art, the idea of having the stuff made you feel wealthy, made you feel like you had a good family. They played on the idea of whatever. And, and it, it began to create the divide in the classes, like the idea of the poor versus the wealthy. And it Mm -hmm. started to create, not that it wasn't that way with the Kings of England and shit, like, but but there was like- A grand scale, like what we're talking about now. Yeah. And and so when it was like, I mean, look at at look at the way it is today. I mean, like kids going to school and being murdered over their sneakers or like being bullied and shamed over the clothes that they wear, like, dude, like, it's so extreme because of the way the world is right now. We've created so much to our own detriment that we're consuming things at a vast rate because we think that that's gonna put us in a position where we're safe, protected and included. It's an inclusive thing. It's like the idea of having community, being part of the tribe. You're outed if you're wearing like, you know, Walmart shoes versus like the new Air Jordan. So it's like, this this idea of you're better or you're not included from has created this divide and so because we're having this divide of being in community and being accepted and being cared for it's also created a space where we're consuming more because we're trying to fulfill this space of needing to consume more to feel worthy and to feel like we're part of something so if you see an influencer buy a certain you know clothing or a bag or makeup you're gonna go out and buy it because if they bought it and you bought it you're as cool as they are
0: yeah or you're like on the same level or yeah yeah, absolutely and i I mean i that's that i feel like that's the the other part like you know we talk about the you know the emotional connection and people giving it to us and all that kind of stuff but man i mean to bring it back around to what we were talking about before like just because i spent money on it now i'm gonna keep it forever right? Like, because what this thing now represents my hard work, like what? No, your money's gone, dude. You already like, and this is the the conversation I had to learn to have myself. You don't have the money, it's gone. And even if you sell this, uh, you're not going to get the same amount of money back, first of all, and you're going to have to put in all the energy it takes to sell it. And to me, not worth it. Like I do not have the freaking energy. It is not an energy exchange because the money's already gone. I don't, need it, right? Like, so that's the thing about it is that like, I can understand absolutely. And people go through this. I've been through it, you know, of feeling like shit, I should sell all my stuff. (laughs) Because I, I need money, right? And you find a different energy exchange in that moment. Absolutely. You know, I mean, like, it becomes worth it. But when you're in a space like I'm in right now, where I'm like, you're okay, you know, like financially, you're okay, not worth it. Go, go, this needs to go, this needs to go, somebody come get it. Like, I don't care. You don't need to give me money if you want to. Great. But I'm not going to, like, it all needs to go. I'm dropping things off at a rapid rate at, you know, goodwill. Because I can't stay attached to just because I spent money on it. And I need to keep it forever. Because that's, again, that's part of that consumerism loop that then allows us to have cluttered homes. That makes us want more things. Makes us want new things. Like, even the name of our podcast today of making... Um, making room for new, we're saying it in terms of like, whatever that means, right?
1: Yeah. A lot of
0: times people think of it as getting a new thing, like an upgrade, right? Like, oh, I'll get rid of the old thing so I can get a new thing because the new thing feels good. It feels, I feel wealthy. I feel, you know, what I, we've been so tricked. I'm like in a place right now. <laughs> I just, and I get in this place often, but where uh, I know I participate in it and I will continue to participate in it. I have a pickup truck outside that I pay for every month. I participate in it like crazy, but I don't like it. It's such negative energy of like worthiness being attached to things, no matter what, whether it's worthiness of love, whether it's worthiness of memories and being memorable or, you know, remembering another person or remembering the money that I spent to have it like, Oh my God,